0: Bro! Welcome back to When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. This will be our WrestleMania 38 Night 2 results podcast. This is your host, Big Cuz, who will be walking you through the results. After every match, he's going to record and discuss, you know, what happened in that match. Give you the result. So at the end of the show, almost immediately, the podcast will be released. Hope you stay tuned or thoroughly enjoyed. To open night two of WrestleMania, we have the same Mark Wahlberg video package. Well, all of a sudden, we hear the King of Kings come out. Out will run. Out comes Triple H. Does his patented water spit from the side of the ring. Thanks to the crowd the only way he knows how he opens WrestleMania with a are you ready? LePan's back. He has left his wrestling boots in the middle of the ring, a long-standing tradition in the wrestling industry signifying his official retirement from the industry. Thank you Triple H. So we just had the Raw Tag Team Title match. RK Bro the champion for Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. And this got early contention. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat that match. I mean, we had, you know, Otis hit the Judas effect. We had Dawkins leap over the top rope outside, hit Otis. We had a Steiner recliner bulldog. We had an amazing, you know, flip breaker from Street Profits. I mean, Montez Ford was like 20 feet in the air. It was freaking crazy. And then we ended it with probably two of the coolest RKOs I've ever seen. First one we had, Montez Ford's ready to hit the frog splash on the top rope. Matt Riddle jumps up on the top rope, hits a springboard RKO. Right after that, Chad Gable jumps off the top rope. Randy Orton hits him with an RKO. One, two, three. We get this result. After the match, we have RK-Bro celebrating their victory and their retention of the Raw Tag Team titles. In comes the Street Profits. Hand the hand to meets a red solo cup, pour them a little drink, get ready to celebrate. They turn and point to the crowd and says, come on, Gable. I'm talking about Gable Stevenson. In comes Gable. They get ready to do their toast. Chad Gable then slaps the cup out of his hand, and we get this. Chad Gable, but I'm about to start. Why don't you, uh, why don't you hold to say? Listen, kid. You're just getting your start here. You got a lot to learn, so I got a free lesson for you. Start with number one, and that is, when you're in my presence, make sure and remember to do one thing. Gable. Beautiful follow-up body lock from Gable. Stevenson. Oh, there will be no shushing for Gable. Stevenson. Both Olympians, only one is a heavyweight. It's a small preview of what the future likely holds for Gable. Stevenson in WWE. Next match after that was Omos versus the Almighty Bobby Lashley. You know, for 95% of the match, Omos dominated. We had shows of strength from Bobby Lashley. He broke out of Omos's grip. Omos tried to broke out of the Hurt Lock, and then all of a sudden, he got to the point. Lashley suplexed Omos, hit him with a couple spears. One, two, three. Lashley beats Omos, and Omos's first loss, pinfall on the on the main roster. WrestleMania is not the place to have Omos work a lengthy match. I don't understand that point of that match. Is it going to benefit Bobby Lashley? Absolutely not. Is it going to hurt Omos? Maybe. But I'm interested to see where they go from here. Omos has a, he's a unique where he's so big, he can only work with limited superstars. We can't put Omos against like a Finn Balor or a Chad Gable. That's not going to work. So it's only certain superstars he can work with. Where do they go from here? I don't know, but Bobby Lashley does pin Omos in a shocking win. (laughs) The next match, Johnny Knoxville (laughs) vs. Sami Zayn. And it was absolutely everything you would expect it to be. Started off, Zayn hit a haluva kick. And then it was just pure craziness from there. I mean, we had Pontius Party Boy come out. Full on down to thong dance, put his cheeks on Sami Zayn. We had Wee Man... We had a mousetrap table. We had a massive mousetrap. We had the big hand smack Sammy Zane. We had a bowling ball. We had a, a leg on a pole that kicked him in the junk. Um, we had a bowling ball to <laughs> the marvels. I mean, it was exactly what you expect at a sports entertainment. And like I, I tweeted out, complain all you want. Zane in Knoxville was an awesome experience. Pure craziness. But it was awesome. And yes, Johnny Knoxville does pin Sami Zayn. And a mouse trap to trap the Canadian. Sammy Zane, the rat, is at Knox- Next up was the women's tag team titles match. Fatal four way, Ripley and Morgan versus Banks and Naomi versus Queen Vega. And Carmella, the tag champs, versus Shayna Baszler, Natalia. and like I said on the predictions podcast, this is a random pairing of eight women. And someone on Twitter said, "Good job for them remembering who their actual partner was, considering how thrown together the match was." We had a cool early moment between Banks and Ripley, which you know probably should have been a WrestleMania match on their own, but maybe next year. Which we're going to be saying that for a while. It was a it was a spot fest. You know, everybody seemed to get their, their moment where we all thought they were going to win. And in the end, it came down between Banks and Naomi and Queen Vega and Carmella. With Banks and Naomi pinning Carmella to become the new women's tag team champions. It was the right pairing that wins. They should get a lengthy reign from this. Now we're on to Edge and AJ Styles. Edge versus AJ Styles. Two absolute legends of the business. Edge had a kick-ass entrance. Styles got cut on his way out. I mean, we got stuff like spears, the bell locks, calf crushers, arm bars. I mean, Styles Clash. Everything. These two men left everything on the mat in a phenomenal, no pun intended, WrestleMania match. We got a couple attempts at a... You know, phenomenal elbow. And, uh, didn't happen. Goes towards the end of the match. Stylus goes to hit the phenomenal elbow. Turns and looks. And there stands Damian Priest. Well, he jumps anyways. Edge spears him. One, two, three. Edge wins. Afterwards, Priest gets in the ring. Kind of kneels and acknowledges Edge. Apparently, we have a new faction forming. A new brood with Priest. I'll take it. (laughs) Next up, an absolutely ridiculous match. The New Day versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. In a squash match, New Day really got no big moves put in. Ends with a bro kick to Xavier Woods. End. Squash match. Sheamus and Holland win. New Day loses. Yeah. That's about all I can say about that match. After that awful and dreadful squash match... We got another honoree of the WWE Hall of Fame. And once again, The Undertaker comes out. Except this time he's the only one on stage. And it's such a cool moment and a crazy moment to think that it's probably the absolute last time we will see The Undertaker at a WrestleMania. That's absolutely mind-boggling to me. He's been fighting my entire life. It's crazy to think of him not being associated with WrestleMania. So, out, out next, we get Pat McAfee, Austin Theory. In a pretty decent match. Not great, not terrible. All of us had their high spots. McAfee did his flip off the top rope, jump back up there, suplex. In the end, McAfee does win against Austin Theory. Goes to gloat. All of a sudden, Vince gets in the ring, for some ungodly reason, and they have a match. Vince squashes Pat McAfee after he just beat Austin Theory. My, (sighs) yeah, my thought on the Theory-McAfee match was, you have Theory built as the future of your company, and yet he loses to an announcer who's fought maybe four matches ever. Why? I get it, McAfee's over, but still. And Vince having a match and squashing Pat McAfee, utterly pointless. The only saving grace of that whole segment was Stone Cold comes out, hits Theory with a stunner. Theory sells the hell out of it, like Scott Hall version of selling. Then he hits Vince with the absolute worst Stone Cold stunner in the history of stunners. Vince completely missed. Like, he hit his knees first, stood up, bounced off the ropes, and then just completely was falling backwards when Stone Cold went to go down. It was awful. Vince, you've budget-cut stars for better botches. And then we get Stone Cold brings Pat McAfee back in the ring. They drink a couple beers, and then Stone Cold stuns Pat McAfee and rides off. What? That segment, that whole... Theory, McAfee, McAfee, Vince, Stone Cold went about 40 minutes for no reason. All that, Pat McAfee wins one match and then loses. And now for the final match of the WrestleMania whole pay-per-view. Billed as the greatest and biggest WrestleMania match of all time, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And I'll admit, I had you know, colossal expectations of this match. You're talking about arguably the two greatest stars currently in WWE. Brock Lesnar is going to go down as a top 10 all-time wrestler when it's all said and done. Reigns is on his way. But right now he's getting the old Lesnar treatment where everyone just hates his guts and tired of seeing him. The match was great. We got about a dozen suplexes from Lesnar. We got like five or six Superman punches, Spear through a barricade, spear into the referee, low blow. Reigns low blowed Lesnar, hit him with the title. Reigns, or Lesnar kicked out. Reigns goes for another spear. Lesnar puts him in the Camorra lock for about 35 to 40 seconds. Reigns gets close enough to the rope and Heyman shoves the rope in. The rest watching, Heyman shoves the rope and allows Roman to grab it. Yeah. And then, I mean, we get a couple more moves. Reigns hits one spear and pins Lesnar one, two, three. What a shit ending to another phenomenal match. Are you kidding me? That's how you end WrestleMania. I expected The Rock may be coming out. Cody, nope. Just ended with Roman standing on the ramp. Who cares? The fans are officially tired of seeing Roman Reigns. As your champion, no one acknowledges his stupid self. I mean, come on. Who is there left now for Roman? You just put the biggest star right now in the world and he's beat him every time he's faced him? Seriously? Who's left? Nobody. Cody? New star? New star. Returning star? I mean, where do you go from here? Where do you go with Roman Reigns? There's really nobody else. That ending was terrible. Absolutely terrible. And a buddy of mine said it best. Night 2 had its moments, but night 1 was clearly the better one. Thank you all again for tuning in to another episode of When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. This has been Big Cuz, your host, running down every match after it happened. Thank you again for all your support. And remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over.